It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. You know we have a fancy website. We do have a fancy website. You know how she knows about it because you're the one who built it. I did. It looks That's nice. True. I appreciate yeah. it. And it is actually frankandfriendsshow.com. So you should go check it out. Please do. It's got the things. And um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that your husband, James, urges us and urges you to immediately stop what you're doing and smash the subscribe button on YouTube. Smash it now. Or <laughs> I prefer to delicately touch well, you, the subscribe button. Is that how you cracked your phone? Was smashing a subscribe button? Or, or did, you let, <laughs> did you let your husband have your phone and he was busy smashing subscribe buttons and that's how your phone cracked? <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly how it cracked. But you know the reason why he had to send you a message telling you to subscribe? Because we never mentioned it. We forgot. And he told me, in fairness. He's right. He's absolutely right. He knew I would forget to tell you, so he... Oh, is that why he sent me the private message? That's right. Well, he's, you've got it. It's the thing, you know, on YouTube. Apparently, we all like to watch YouTube. It's the second most popular website in the world, but most of us don't take the time or trouble to hit the subscribe button. But I'll explain it from this side of the camera. It's vitally important to us, and also the like button, um, because not only do you get to see it, you've already seen it, obviously, but it'll help other people find it. Um, it helps us get more subscribers and do better in the land of the tube. So and you want to help us. Aw. <laughs> now, they started running ads on our channel, Catherine, because our videos have gotten so many views. Oh, that's great. But we don't get any money. That's a shame. No, no, we don't get, we don't get paid yet. We have to have <laughs> over a 1,000 subscribers to even get a penny back from YouTube. So right now... Yeah, you know, we're helping them, but you can help us by getting that uh, subscriber count up, so I appreciate that very much. <sighs> so, how did you crack your phone? <laughs> Which time? <laughs> well, the, the time. The most recent time it, where I had the to time, get a new phone? Yeah, yeah, because it's gone. Because well, I think, still think you should just put a case on it. I don't know why you don't. I know. I don't like cases. But the thing is, Frank, is that it's been cracked for multiple times. I've dropped it. For the last two years, I've continually dropped it. It would be so easy for me to say, (laughs) it's such a girl thing, because half the girls you see have cracked phones. I've had a cracked phone for a long time, but it finally I mean, I'm saying guys have cracked phones, too, but you you notice it a lot. I notice a lot. The the guys say, why are their phones all cracked? (laughs) Well, I had the the back of it cracked um, for a very long time. I just put a piece of tape on it, Uh and that was was good enough for me. But then it cracked the front, and that starts affecting your ability to see and do all of the things. And your touchscreen, yeah. Yeah. So So how did you crack it? I have no idea. I probably dropped it. Oh, all right. It was just, you know, one of those... I, I'm very clumsy. I throw my phone all, all the time. <laughs> I should really have one of those cases that's like, you know, heavy oh, the duty, heavy duty case. you know, yeah. to really yeah. protect it. Because, well, even if you got a mild, a light duty case, it would make a difference. It really does. Trust I, me. I have, I have a fairly light duty phone case and it makes a great difference. It absolutely has helped me. I'll, I'll consider it. <laughs> well, you know, um, I'm working on our, our merch store yeah. so that we can have uh, Frank and Friends merchandise. And one of the things, one of the many, many of the things they have is they have uh, iPhone and um, Samsung cases with the logo on them. How about if that? Would that be enough? That might do it for if me. I, if I get on there and activate whatever it is, I still haven't done it yet, but I have to figure it out, um, to activate a whatever you have, iPhone 13, no, 12 uh, case... If you if you made an iPhone 12 case that was a Frank and Friends show, it was not brand. hard. You could make one that's in Marble City Opera. Hmm. It, it's it's so easy. It's well, ridiculously easy. Okay, well that does sound sort of appealing to me. All right. <laughs> A little free you may have advertising. Me. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I'm glad you're here. It's always fun to start up um, 
a new project. You know, we've been doing, you and I have been doing the Seymour Smokies edition uh, of the show, which um, is about a once a week. So I hope you've seen a lot of those episodes and you've done... Actually, what now? 13, 14 of them? Yeah, 13 or 14. Maybe so, 15 this week, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah. we have to. I think so. It's been, a, it's been quite a handful. Yeah. Um, and so it's going well. And I thought, well, what we'd like to do, though, also is fill the rest of our YouTube with... <laughs> <laughs> with more... With this show, because, you know, we've got the... You know, you can come on over. We can have a little silliness. And we can talk about some of the stuff that wouldn't fit in, you know, if we're out uh, exploring some tourist attraction you know i can't exactly tell you the long story about oh that flower i see that flower over there i'm gonna i i love those flowers but they're too expensive are there some flowers over there that you do love well i've seen them around it's really mostly in in june and they have them in the neighborhood people have these beautiful they're called peonies oh and they Mm -hmm. i used to have them um, my parents had them at the house when i was a kid growing up and i would go out there before they bloomed they would have these like lollipop heads and i would pick the ants off of them and feed them to my frog. You fed ants to your frog. Yeah, I had a, a it was an African frog. It was a small little frog, and he lived in a fish tank. Okay. And um, I would pick the ants off of the flowers and put them and drop them in the water, and they would, you know, try to, and then he would come up and eat them. So, did you take the tank with you outside with your frog? And like, this is what I'm imagining. You're you, you take your tank with your frog in it, and you take it outside, and you're at your neighbor's picking the that's ants just, off of the no, flowers. No, no, that, is that what you're telling me? You're doing? No, no, that would. That would why, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a glass tank. It's a it's a goldfish tank. It's a you know rectangular goldfish yeah. tank. And I was only a child. I can't carry a tank full of. <laughs> so get, you, I can't carry do I, two gallons of water around while I'm looking for ants. So let me so let me try to picture this. So you're picking the flowers and then bringing the flower and the ants inside. No, no, the, the flower <laughs> the flower hadn't even bloomed yet. It was still just a, a, a like a it looked like a lollipop around. Okay. You know, like a charms blow pop. It was the stem yeah. and a round thing that was going to yeah. burst open into this huge flower. Okay. But it, the nectar was in there, so the ants would just walk across top of it. the top of this orb, and yeah. You would bring the ants inside. I would pick the ant off of the the thing and I would carry it in the house and I would drop it into the tank Okay. and it would splash around and the frog would come up and eat it. Mm. Mm. This is ex- explains a lot about you. About nature? I'm about yeah. frogs <laughs> and, and toads and, and turtles and all those types of yeah. reptiles and amphibians. They are yeah. my faves. Okay. So uh, I thought, well, I would, now that I have this at home, I should, ha- after having lived here, you know, what, 19 years, I should maybe get some flowers or yeah. something. And especially since the neighbors, my wife and I were walking around, you know, during pandemic times, we're doing walks around the neighborhood and noticing everyone else's garden and all these beautiful peonies. So I thought, well, how can I get those? I can't really exactly dig up theirs and take a cutting. I thought about it. I thought, who would would not notice if I took a cutting? But... um, so now you're thinking about stealing other No, no, I ruled flowers. that out. Ruled okay. that out immediately. Okay. Then went to the garden center. It was uh, either Lowe's or Home Depot, and I see them. Oh. Now, I am not a gardener, but I have had tremendous success with the figs. Okay. Yeah, you have. Green, green thumb with the figs. So now I'm, I'm, I'm branching out, right? I think, oh, I can grow. I grew some uh, impatience flowers, or grew. I have kept alive some impatience flowers for June to July, August, September, Almost four months. That's pretty um, good. In the back, and well, until the cold weather, but I kept them yeah. alive for a long time by watering them from my birthday party. 
Right. You know, we bought them for a few cents each and stuck them in, just stuck them out there as an emergency decoration for the birthday party so people wouldn't fall down the hill. They'd create a barrier so people wouldn't fall down the hill. <laughs> it's the only reason they're there. It's a red, they're red flowers to say, stop, stop walking. <laughs> and not, they're red specifically. Do not stop. cross, do not cross this line. Yeah. So, but they kept alive. So now I'm confident. I'm thinking, oh, I can grow a peony. Okay. They were a hundred dollars. Whoa! It was for a, a thing. It was ninety-five something for a, a thing of, of a peony at the store, and I thought that's ridiculous. So if you went around, do you know how many fig trees I could buy for ninety-five dollars? I, mean, I don't know how many fig trees you oh, could buy, three, but I'm sure four. You three or four. Okay. Yeah. But so if you really did go around stealing these peonies, people would be pretty upset. Yeah, they're, I didn't they're know they were so valuable. valuable. So yeah. I gave up on the idea of peonies, even though I thought they were beautiful flowers, and mm. I thought it would remind me of my childhood and all of the things until. I go to the Sam's Club. I go to the club, and I'm looking at wellies because they have uh, they have these boots that I thought I should get. And I'm, I'm I don't like boots. I hate the idea of boots. Everything about boots disgusts me uh, because it means that there's mud and rain and and more likely snow. But I thought I hate snow more. What if I put the boots on my feet? That might make it better. Yeah, and so you had I'm, some good ones, didn't you? I'm prepping for that. But next to the wellies, like as if you're going to be out there gardening. Yeah, they had bulbs for daffodils and uh, tulips and crocuses and all of those remind me of my father because he would every fall go out and plant tulips and daffodils and crocuses and they were his favorite my mother's favorite flower and I know that Jerry loves them too so did I buy her some tulips or crocuses or daffodils were tulips being her favorite well, I hope that you bought her her favorite flower. Nope, because <laughs> because next to those were peony bulbs. And how much were they? $14. Oh, this is a huge discount. So, so I thought the club. So I thought this is a good deal. $14, right? Yeah. And you look at it, you think, "Oh my gosh, look at all that. These are not peonies. These are the filler flowers." So most of your money goes to these these uh, droopy Okay. Um, what are they called? Oh, they're they're called exotic. Um, they are called Nectoscordum siculum, and they're from I guess Sicily or something like that. Okay, and they droop down and maybe a hummingbird. But look, here's one kind of peony, the Edulis superba. Nice, it's superb. Of course, and this other one, the Sandra, or the Sarah Bernhardt. Yeah, I thought it was Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> no, she's a comedian. Sarah Bernhardt was the old actress. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's good. Named after her. Yeah. But they get one. You only get one. So somewhere in here, there's a superba in this pile of dirt, and somewhere in this pile of dirt, there's a San, uh, Sarah Bernhardt. Oh, I'm spilling dirt on the nice tablecloth. I got to put these back. So you spent fourteen ninety nine. Yep. On a bag of the droopy flowers from Sicily. Yep. Okay. Which you know, that's nice. Don't tell Jerry. And two bags get mad. of dirt. That have that bulb. each have one bulb, Pe- peony, peony bulb. bulb. Sorry, got made a little mess. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. well, I, then I bought two bags though because I thought, well, okay. you know, at least I'll get four peonies or two of each kind of peony out of it. But now the question is, how can I make them live? Can I can do it? Can you make them live, and then maybe can you sell them off? It's four hundred dollars. Four, four peonies. That's, that's Brady, you're, you're an entrepreneur. I am, yeah. She's a self-starter. She's yeah, a woman in business. Yep, always thinking about that. <sighs> wow, she's an Opera America person. Did we ask person. you to, to press the subscribe button yet? Oh, smash that button. Smash that button. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're going to sell ads. 
<laughs> we have to have viewers. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's my peony story. As I, I will keep you up to date. Um, the next installment, of course, I will bury these in the yard. Um, nothing will happen. And then in the spring, we'll have to make sure that I don't accidentally mow them down. Is it a good time to plant them right now? Um, it's coming up. It's okay. before the first frost. So they say October, November. Okay. In this All right. area. All right. So let me throw those back there. Yeah. So that's the plan. Good. Is uh, to get them in the ground. and um, But I'm most worried about cutting them down, thinking they're a weed in the spring and pulling them up and killing them. So do you mow the lawn or do you have a lawn boy? Well, we used to have a lawn boy until he ghosted us. What? Uh, we now have a, a lawn man, actually a lawn team, a lawn company. So I have to, I have to build a, in addition to planting the peonies, I'm going to have to build some kind of rock garden around them yes. to protect them from where they're, wherever they're eventually going to come up. You which we to... haven't 100% decided where we're going to plant them yet. So. But you're going to have to create a whole system well, so that you, you well, know the new Well, the new lawn people were um, able to successfully cut the weeds around the uh, crepe myrtle without cutting down the crepe myrtle. Okay. Lawn boy, unfortunately, would cut down the crepe myrtle multiple times, and uh, thankfully it would grow back, but he would just <laughs> weed whack it, and then I, when I would say, don't weed whack the crepe myrtle, he would just then leave all the weeds around it to the point where they were overtaking the crepe myrtle. But the but- issue I have with lawn boy... Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm interested because I, I kind of wonder here, Frank. Did did he really ghost you, or it sounds like he was mowing over some of your well by ghost possessions. by ghost? What I would mean is he stopped coming and didn't answer our texts. That's what I mean by ghosted. Okay. Tra- I mean the traditional, you know, the traditional. <laughs> which actually, I didn't uh, know if you pushed him away since you were upset that he had actually mowed over some of your. It's possible he yeah. might have taken offense. Um, some, I was talking to someone recently. She's asking me, what do you mean by ghosted? Oh, Sharon Lord. I was telling her, Sharon Lord, about how, probably about how Lawn Boy ghosted me. And she wanted to know what I meant by it. <laughs> yeah, because not everyone knows that term. I didn't realize. Of course, yeah. it's a more modern term. It's a more 21st century term. So um, this Lawn Boy had taken over the business at the beginning of this year. Younger kid. Uh, he bought the mowers from our old lawn man and would show up and he'd run around and he'd mow the lawn and we'd pay him, you know, a reasonable amount, not too much, not too little. And um, it was okay. He was all right. All right. You know, we had to Venmo him the money because he's a lawn boy. Sure. You know, he doesn't have, we can't write him a check or we can't give him cash because we don't know when he's coming. Right. He's supposed to come every two weeks and then it became every, like, two weeks in a day and then every, you know, two and a half weeks. And mm. then mm. I'd have to text Where's him. Where's lawn boy? I'd have to text him and say, hey, uh, lawn boy, what's your mowing schedule this week? Oh, I'll be there on uh, Friday. And then um, he maybe come, maybe not, depending on the weather. Uh, and then, um, meanwhile, he also does next-door neighbor Nancy's lawn. Okay. In fact, it was, she was the one who originally got us hooked up with previous lawn man and then subsequent lawn boy. And then, so when he ghosted us, he also ghosted next-door neighbor Nancy. So now I'm hearing it from her. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't you talk to lawn boy? Because somehow, we, between lawn man and lawn boy, they don't respond to Nancy or my wife. They're chauvinistic. They only talk to me. So I would have to... Um, you know, be the communique between uh, Lawn Man and Lawn Boy and, and Nancy and Jerry and me. So I'm doing all of this. And, I, and Lawn Boy's not responding to me. And then she's texting him. He's not responding to her. Finally, after a while, uh, we start looking around for another 
lawn person and Jerry, my wife, uh, she's able to find somebody, somebody who's knows somebody who knows somebody, actually a former coworker's husband has a lawn company, oh, nice. like a company. Nice. And so if we can only get in their schedule, they're so booked. Right. Mm. So, um, then we finally get a text back from the lawn boy saying something about, Oh, sorry. Had a family emergency, which if it's true, God bless you, lawn boy. I'm sorry. You had a family emergency, but just keep FYI. That's the same excuse you would also use if there wasn't a family emergency. It is true. <laughs> family emergencies are terrible. They're just, but they're vague. And they're also they're very com- useful. They're common enough that everybody has them. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. say you have a family emergency, we're all going to believe you. But we also all know in the back of our head that if we had to get out of it, we would say, oh, I had a family emergency. We would use that excuse. Yeah, it is a it is a option. Because I mean, what's you know, you're not going to argue with family emergency, I right? Mean, so it is a surefire way to say like, oh, okay, well, we're so sorry. Like, like if the power goes out no. of the house, I could technically say it's a family emergency. <laughs> did the power go out of your house? Yeah, this morning. I know. It yeah. did. So, it's almost a family emergency. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about your house? I mean, I've told you about you know, obviously we're here, so the, these things are all top of mind to me, but. Um, you know, you live over there in Artistics Paradise. Oh, yeah. Artistics yeah. Paradise. It is beautiful. In we Bohemia. have all these the <laughs> floor-to-ceiling windows. I don't think you've ever been inside. You've just been no. to the outside of it. Yeah, that's kind of uh, Not even that. Yeah. I just went to the parking lot one time to drop something off. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of great, though. You can see, actually, through the through the guest bedroom through a, to a courtyard, through the living room to the golf course. So you can see, actually, all the way oh, straight good. through the house. That's real good. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Until the air conditioning goes out. Ooh, it's been a hot summer. It's a hot summer. I like you hot have weather. All that glass, you yeah. know, it's oh. hard to cool, especially Fahrenheit with showers. Thank you. Thank you. Sh- stop. <laughs> stop it. Alexa, stop. What did you say that triggered the weather report? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's hot upstairs. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, those glass windows and everything. So the air conditioning goes out pretty much every year. Oh, that sucks. Literally. And of course, do you own it? We do. Okay. Yeah. And have you? Okay. Yeah. And we have, fortunately, the air conditioning, we have two units. So the one downstairs can still cool downstairs if the one upstairs goes out. And a few years ago, it was a whole catastrophe. We we were out of town and the air conditioning went out and it flooded and like the ceiling (sighs) collapsed and we came home to all this Uh. mess. Fortunately, it wasn't that bad this year, but it did go out. Because what happens is sometimes they'll freeze up. The air yeah. conditioning units will get work so hard or it's so humid that they freeze up and then they stop. And that's where all that water would maybe come right. from, all that humidity. and uh. Yeah. But the air conditioning unit upstairs is in the attic. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. See, that's weird for me because mine mine's outside. I only have the one, not the two. Yeah. But most people I know who have the two that like sit side by side and right. one goes to the upstairs, one goes to the downstairs, but they're usually outside the house. There are a lot of unusual things about the way our house was built. Yeah. We keep finding random things as we update. So we had the air conditioning guy come over, and we do have a unit outside. So he's first checking that to see, okay, turn the air conditioning on down here, turn it on upstairs. Okay. He's trying to figure it out. Of course, there's a swarm of bees in the air conditioning. You're allergic to there, bees. Which I am allergic to. Is that when you got stung? It's not. Yeah, that oh. was later. Yeah. If you go back um, and watch our episode from Smokey's Baseball and watch it all the way through, and there's an unexplained dance break, too. 
Um, it's because we were actually avoiding a bee because she's allergic. And I didn't want to say that in the show that there was a bee coming after our alcoholic beverages. But there was. <laughs> I think a couple of them. So we're up there doing this, the, the swat the bee dance. That's a little behind the scenes uh, knowledge that I would not... I, wouldn't share during the regular episode. Yeah, <laughs> during, the, during the it's, Smokies episode. It's a really good dance break. But <laughs> anyway, so the air conditioning guy is, you know, like, I'm not going near that. They're bees. So James goes out there and he's trying to get rid of the bees. Finally decides, okay, let me see where the air conditioning unit is yeah. upstairs. You know, it's in the closet too. So you have to take out all the clothes. Because you're an artist. Well, they weren't my clothes. They're James. Oh. This is James's one little tiny closet, oh, okay. not in my full-length closet. <laughs> oh, the crawl space is yeah, in the, the crawl space. Is I guess the, I guess yeah. that's normal. My yeah. crawl space access is also in the closet. Yeah, so we had to yeah. get all of James' clothes out of the closet, I'm passing them to him. And as I'm as we get them, but all to out, me in my house, there's nothing up there. It's just, just it's just insulation and gross. I've never actually been up there. Yeah. So. James gets the ladder out, and the air conditioning guy is about to go up the ladder, and he says to him, like, oh, just just to let you know, there's a really creepy photo of a girl up there. So your husband is warning the HVAC man. Yes. That you have creepiness in your attic? Yes. And I'm, you didn't know? I didn't know about it. So your husband has a secret room in the attic that's creepy? <laughs> With a picture of a young girl. Yeah, that's creepy. That's super creepy. <laughs> was she a prisoner up there? I mean, what was the... <laughs> well, that's what he thinks because apparently also there's like this wallpaper. Oh, so this is, like, not, this is not his doing. No, this is not his doing. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. It was there. Sorry, James. That was a yeah, joke. <laughs> poor James. Poor James. Um, yeah, so apparently there's like this whole attic... That's completely different than the rest of the house. Oh, good gosh. Like Laura Ashley um, wallpaper and this big old frame with like painting. Like 1980s stuff? I guess, yeah. I don't know. It's still How do you explain there. it? I mean... I mean, did someone live in the attic or did they change the... I mean, it's also possible, you know, that if they did some uh, modifications on the house, that certain areas that used to be visible become... Sealed Unvisible. off. Yeah, and they did. They did put a drop ceiling in. Okay, so this used so, to be part of the house, yes. and they closed it off. Yes, that's that's the story they want us to think. You know, we're not quite certain that there wasn't somebody who lived well, up there. I suggest going back up there, maybe taking a picture. Okay. But also, while you're at it, I would look for fingernail marks on the walls <laughs> in the wallpaper, like scratch marks. Okay. Or you know what good, else good might idea. be if, if um, like you know how you see one, two, three four, and then a slash for five. Uh, I would look for that, the number of days yes. that had elapsed. Yes. I would keep an eye out for that. It might be a yeah. good thing to... You know, actually, it could be a great place for a photo op for our upcoming Marble City Opera show, The Copper Queen. Oh, because you're a ghost. Right? Yeah. You're playing a ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad idea if you'd let yeah. your people up there. I mean, it's still kind of creepy, but... It's, it's very creepy. Well, your husband could take the picture. He's already been up there. <laughs> He's been there. I have Actually, not. you know what you should do is just have him go up there and take the pictures and then Photoshop you into them later. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Why do you have to go up there? <laughs> yeah, I probably am not going up there. Yeah. It's it is funny, creepy, though. though, because it's like on the wall where our bed is. And so, like, sometimes I'm lying there in bed and thinking, there's like a weird picture painting of a person, little girl up there. I think it's creepy. He, have you seen it? Did he take a picture for you at least? No. So, you, so let's see, your imagination is worse than reality, I, I believe. Know. I think you need to go up there and take a look at Laura, I, Ashley, <laughs> or whatever her name is, um, and, and 
or see at least, for myself, at least yeah. see a picture of what she, who she is, what she is. Because you may look at her and go, oh. Yeah, maybe he's exaggerating. That was a celebrity in the olden days. and uh, Or yeah. that was a common thing to have in people's houses. Yeah. Although the air conditioning guy did seem creeped out by it also. So. I can imagine. Yeah. So he'd rather... Given the choice, the air conditioning man, the HVAC man, would rather <laughs> hang out with the bumblebees in the yard than the creepy I think so. picture with the Laura Ashling. That's what we learned. So yeah. if you didn't get stung at the baseball game, and you, because thanks to my help, I'd like to take full credit for that, by the way, because you were going to sit there and keep the episode going. I'm like, no, you're allergic. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this has got edited out. I can, I can prove it. I had it on tape <laughs> of you going, no, it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not okay. Get it out. <laughs> I can't be responsible for the diva getting her, uh, uh, stung by a bee, yet it still happened. It still did. It, they were coming for me, you know? So, so not, not at the ball game, not at the HVAC unit. How did you get stung by a bee? I was walking Sasha. We were walking along. That's not an expression. That's the name of her dog. That's the name of my little dog who's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Where? Just in the backyard. So we were actually almost done with the walk. We walk her every morning, and James and I always go on this walk. And it's about 20 to 25 minutes. And he's actually calling for a car appointment, which is another story. But um, this bee flies out of nowhere straight towards me. What kind of bee? It was yellow and, you know, like a yellow and black yellow jack. Oh, yeah. That's, those are more yeah. in the wasp hornet family than they are in the in the bee, the sweet honeybee family, you know? Yeah. I don't think it was sweet honeybee because it no, stung no, it me twice. Mean. It sounds like a mean one. It was mean. It stung me on my finger. So I oh. threw my hand up in the air and then it fell down onto my foot and stung me on my foot. So um, do you need me to EpiPen you? I can, uh, anything? You good? Yeah, I'm okay right now. You got your Benadryl with you? I got my Benadryl, I got my antibiotics, I got my swollen foot and the ice pack you gave me. (laughs) Catherine comes over and says, oh no, I forgot my ice pack. I mean, this was, what, four or five days ago at this point? And it's still swollen and painful. yesterday, we saw each other yesterday because we went to Sevierville to record uh, for Seymour Smokies. And you had two ice packs with you. And you're like, can I leave one in the freezer? I'm like, absolutely. We have a deep freeze right by the where the car parks in the garage. So it was there. But then today, it's like, oh, no, I forgot my ice pack. You should have just left it here. I should have. But obviously, you didn't need to leave it here because when you asked for an ice pack. You brought me five. Different sizes, colors, shapes, shapes. Yeah. you know, m- malleability. Yeah. He was Some trying to hide his favorite one at the bottom of the pile. Well, it was the largest. Yeah. That's the one for the back. You know why that one's my favorite? Because you can also, I have two of them, actually. The other one, I can't find the other one right now. It's out somewhere because you can microwave it and make it a heat pack. Oh, nice. It can go hot or cold. Nice. So that one is the cold one, and what the hot one I haven't needed for a while, so it's somewhere... It got put away um, when we had the birthday party, so I haven't. I got to start looking for it again because we're getting into, you know, mm. hot pack season again. <laughs> <laughs> what is hot pack season? I don't know. I okay. just made it up. <laughs> I just thought on a cold winter night when my muscles uh, are sore, I can just sit there while I'm editing videos and yeah. put the you know put the heating pad on That's and nice. just you know. That's nice. Be warm. Yeah. Instead of a hot water bottle. Yeah. yeah. Hot pack season. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I do have to wrap up uh, the episode because I know you've got to go, but also my wife's sister and husband are in town and they brought some sweet wine and they said, they, they first said, look at me like, 
um, maybe we, can, we have this bottle of wine that we got at our last stop, and that you don't like sweet wine, do you? I said, I, I don't like. <laughs> I only like sweet wine. Yeah, what, did the is it grape or is it strawberry or do you know what flavor? I think it's grape. I think okay. it, they said it was a Moscato. Oh, nice! But I think it had a screw on cap, so it's really high class. So low and local because it's the Moscato. Oh no, it wasn't Muscadine. Uh, um. I mean, it's in the fridge, but it, they got it in Missouri from okay. Um, okay. some friends of theirs who had, and apparently they had, they enjoyed it in Missouri, now have another bottle for the road, so they brought it here. Nice. And um, I don't have much occasion to uh, to sip on any of these things because Jerry doesn't, what, is she, what am I going to do? She, Jerry goes to bed at like <laughs> two hours before I do because she works at early mornings. And I'm, so what am I going to do, just sit there and drink alone? Obviously not. No, that's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Get, I'm, I don't need it. I get tired enough without it. Yeah, I never drink alone. It's just a social event. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a George Thorgood song about drinking alone. <laughs> All right, well, thanks a lot for uh, watching, liking, subscribing, smashing the subscribe button. Smash it. On YouTube and for telling your friends, that would be very helpful. Um, keep your eye out, obviously, by subscribing. You already know that we have uh, the different Smoky Mountain adventures coming up each week. Um, looking at a bunch of interesting ones in the near future. Plus, we've been doing them for so long now, we actually could circle back to some of the ones that we did in the winter or spring to get the autumnal version of it. Yeah. You know, here's the same yeah. thing, but with fall colors. Yeah. You know, here we went up to the top of this mountain and it looked nice because it was springtime, but now we can do the exact same show again, but with fall colors. That'll be great. That's my plan. Oh, I'm excited about that. <laughs> but oh, there's still many more of these uh, episodes we have to go. So um, you're doing a good job on those and I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Anything else? I think that's what we have today. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, we still have top. We, only, we only got through half, the, not even half the topics. That's good. Let's go. So we have more for you on um, the next, next episode. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but you can find us on frankandfriendshow.com. Please do. Thanks a lot for watching the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And we'll talk to you again next time.